Hello, Brisbane. Minister for Sport says Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate-range missile over Brisbane's new bike hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Nashville? Like, at what point is a Highgate Hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some 4X. Hello, and welcome to Unpacking Brisbane, the podcast where we look at the suburbs of Brisbane and unpack them. I'm Joe DeWire, and with me tonight is Henry Bretz. If you can't beat them, join them, you know. <laughs> that is exactly right. And what we're going to be joining today is another suburb, Henry. It's beyond the city. It's beyond Indrapilly. Yes, of course, we started with Paddington. Mm. We are moving a little further out. Today, we're going to be taking a good hard look at Brookfield. The jewel of the West. It's, uh, it's a at least 13 kilometres away. Yeah, at least. Which, funnily enough, in Brisbane, that's like a world of difference. Whereas you go to Sydney and that's still, you know, in a city. People often say that in Brisbane, everywhere is 20 minutes from everywhere else. Mm. That's sort of a... That, that's a working that's principle. A thing, yeah. uh, it's, a, it's a pretty good drive out to Brookfield. Yeah, it's, it's the better part of 20 minutes. At least where I am. I'm in Balimba. So if you live at Intro, Brookfield isn't the, you know, mm. other planet that I... You know, if I'm... It's, it's, it's a moon. Oh, if I'm going out there... It's a further away planet. Yeah, absolutely. If I'm going to Brookfield, I'm bringing my passport. I'm changing my watch mm. because it's, it is a journey and we're excited for you to come on it with us today. Now... Uh, we'll start, as we like to do, with a look at the history. Probably not as much geography. That was pretty boring last no, yeah, time and, uh, we figured out. <laughs> and to be honest, all of the geography about Brookfield boils down to the fact it has creeks and gullies. There is nothing else to know. We looked up for some time anything about the geography of Brookfield, and that's it. So, yeah, you know they have creeks and gullies. You're halfway there. You're across it. All right, well, we'll, we'll dive in. Wikipedia, we, we, we Yeah, you heard it right. It's time for Wikipedia Wig Out, where we look at the Wikipedia page. And this week, Henry, uh, it was pretty bleak, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, coming off the back of Paddington, where it was a small novel uh, that <laughs> someone has... So, yeah, someone had put a fair bit of time into that one. Uh, not, yeah, not a whole lot on the Brookfield Wikipedia page, unfortunately. There was an interesting fact. I'm just... For some, for some reason, it's not open on my laptop, which is... Somewhat criminal for me. Sorry, guys. Uh, getting that up now. Oh, here it is. So, it was actually named by a woman named Mrs. J.S. Brimblecombe. Well, that sounds fake. I loved her fantasy children series, <laughs> but... Um, Did you read The Super 7 by J.S. Brimblecombe? I didn't like the fourth one because it had... <laughs> Kissing. <laughs> so, Mrs. J.S. Brimblecombe named the suburb Brookfield due to the creeks and gullies in the area. We weren't lying. That's really the big standard. That's really all they talk about. And particularly, the choice of words annoys me there. Because surely if it was just about the creeks and gullies, she would have called it, like, Creekfield. What is Brookfield? Yeah. I, like, uh, like a is Brook, Brook a name for a... Like, another name for a gully? Well, like Kedron Brook in Kedron. As per the name. I feel like when I've been reading A Game of Thrones, for example, it wouldn't be uncommon for, like, Aya and the Hound to sleep in a brook so that they weren't oh, spotted. No, that, no, that's weird. They drown. So a brook is yeah, a... Yeah. Is a yeah. Water a start can drown in two inches of water as well. <laughs> don't don't leave them face down in a brook. Yeah, no, you wouldn't want to be. You wouldn't want to wake up from a big night out face down <laughs> in a brook. Oh no, I had too many furfies. Oh no, I'm not waking up at all because I'm in a brook. I've been brooked. But you would wake up in Brookfield now, which, which according to their Wikipedia page, um, not a whole lot to say. <laughs> do, you know what, do you know what I find interesting? Yeah. This Brookfield was named by Mrs. J.S. Brimblecombe. Yeah. I'd kind of like worked on the assumption for my entire life that the names of suburbs arose by custom. Like, it's weird that they right. were just like, okay, um, hey, Brimbles, <laughs> you, you'll name this one. Um, hey, Jakey, like, what do you want to name this one? Oh, I'm a big AFL fan. Let's call it Hawthorne. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's what's... I suppose I, like, like it would just come into being. Or probably. named after a notable person from the area. Yeah, or... it's bizarre that one person got the responsibility. It's I wonder if she of... like won a raffle. Well, and they're like, we don't have any meat trays left. You can just name those fields out there. That'll never be anything. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wait. No one's going out there. Oh, hang on. There's creeks. There's gullies. Oh. I see opportunity. <laughs> I smell it. Now, when we put this in the raffle, we didn't know there were so many <laughs> creeks and gullies and even the humble brook. <laughs> um, now, Henry, another thing about the demographics of Brookfield, just from the Wikipedia page as always, um, their most common response in the census for religion is no religion at 26%. 
You don't need religion when you've got gullies, mate. Well, is it the atheist capital? Oh, I'm ready to call it. I'm Without any other research, I think we're calling it the atheist capital. The highest concentration of atheists that you will find in Queensland is in Brookfield. Mm. Is it just like too far to drive to church? Oh, <laughs> and they, were like, they were just like, it's not worth it. They were like, no, it's 15 minutes to just break the br- blood of Christ. God, i got to go to Indro for no church. Thanks, yeah. uh, that's all right. To be fair, there's all those mega churches in Kenmore now. So I wonder if they What do you all... mean mega churches? Oh, they're just really big. In the way that the beat is a mega club. Yeah, exactly. There's 13 altars in one. <laughs> Dude, do you want to go to the upstairs? altar or I hear someone selling counterfeit blood of Christ in the downstairs. <laughs> someone condensed Jesus' body into crystal. Do you it's want a drag queen some? giving a homily. <laughs> I mean, I'd listen to that. Hell yeah. Sort of what happens in every RuPaul episode. Yeah, gotta be honest. <laughs> Shantae away, demons. And that's a bit of commentary for you. <laughs> now, as true. well, something that I will bring up here. Please do. Uh, something we found on... This was actually a real estate website, but they said, uh, famous to the Brookfield area is the Brookfield General Store and Cafe, uh, which has a long history. Okay. I feel like... I don't, don't know how famous a general store can be. That's the thing, mate, because Brookfield has this village feel. Mm. It's it's the general store. This isn't just your 7-Eleven. It was built in 1874 mm. as the school teacher's residence for the new national school, later to become the Brookfield State School on Boscombe Road. Was that the name of the chick who named it? Boscombe? Yeah. No, knowing... No, that was Brimblecombe. No, knowing the way the suburb is named, there would have been like a bunch of boss around there. And she was like, I know, Boscombe. Would have been someone <laughs> called like Mark. Jenny. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> we'll <laughs> go with that. <laughs> so what else yeah, can you tell fun. me about the general store? For the past <laughs> eight decades, this yeah. 140-year-old building has done the district proud. <laughs> and it... And it is, there's a typo there in the article, and it is, sick, the meeting place of locals, especially on Friday night, which is pizza night. Whoa, it's pizza <laughs> night in Brookfield. Who said they don't have fun in Brookfield? <laughs> Just a Hawaiian thanks, and um, then I'll go back to my farm. That is literally... Can you imagine coming to a Friday night and going, now, what I want to do more than anything is pizza night at the general store. Yeah, gee whiz. Whereas, like, in the CBD areas, if you're having pizza on a Friday night, you've made a decision. That's your night in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's a $1 slice later on. Yeah, very true. Which, at you know, the famous New York slice. New York slice, where the $1 slice is actually about six ninety. Yeah, because of the currency rates and they're stingy. Then it says, pop in for some local produce and see the surrounding buildings dating back over 100 years. Oh, that's a bit cool. Uh, all right, fair enough. So, yeah, the, the general store. I'd like to... Chat to some locals if we couldn't see if that actually does go on. I feel like I drove into Brookfield for like a party at some point. It could have been a Friday night. Yeah. And I did notice driving through that main street. Because you know when you come in, you come through Kedron. Yeah. And then you... Kenmore, sorry. And then you enter... It really is, and I can't emphasise enough how much it does immediately become a small town feel. Oh, it's a village. Yeah. It is a village. It is It is always... And it takes a village, mate. Oh, it takes a village to raise a child. Yep. It takes a village to have pizza night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it is one of those things where, I mean, every suburb in Brisbane boasts about their small town feel. Yeah. Like, the big thing, if you're trying to sell a suburb to, like, families, you're always like, it's like a village feel, it's a small town feel, like, schools, everyone's friendly. Up uh, Brookfield... Feels like you've stepped into like an M. Night Shyamalan movie. It does have such a good setting for a horror movie. And I do feel like if they want to kind of cash in a little bit on their yeah. just implicit creepiness, get yeah. a movie. Can we oh, let's like make a horror movie for About Brookfield. Brookfield? And obviously, it's called Pizza Night. Yeah, it's called Pizza. Oh. Or do you think the reason they have such a gooby pizza night at their general store is to like offset the creepiness? Yeah, they're like, they're like, this it'll is be too so weird if we have like a poker night with. Like guacamole. With low lit. Yeah. What's, you find... What, are you yeah. scared of guacamole? Yeah. yeah, get it away from me. Yeah, I hate how many horror movies <laughs> the, the first killing happens. That great scene in The, the Shining yeah. where it's like all, all guacamole and no salsa makes Jack a dull boy. <laughs> oh, so, very topical, that one. Yeah. So it's... um they've, they've got that building. I do know something we spoke about earlier mm. and this obviously isn't a laughing matter, but Brookfield was in the news pretty much constantly for a yeah. little while uh, after the uh, dreadful murder of Alison Baden Clay. Yeah. So that kind of, because we were just researching the suburb earlier. And, and you, you almost can't get away from it when you read about Brookfield these days. Typing Brookfield into any of the major news websites, that first few articles, yeah. was it was all Baden Clay stuff. Um, so, yeah, I guess 
that probably for the village feel that you do have with Brookfield, that would have shaken them oh, yeah. that their suburb name was pretty much for a long time solely associated with one oh, yeah. of Australia's biggest murders. Well, that's a tough thing about Brisbane is like Brisbane itself has that village feel like that really affected mm. a lot. And as we, I mean, it's something we read in a blog about Brookfield, which does exist. Uh, every, it's a place where everyone knows everyone, which yeah. is like the first thing you hear in the case file episode, not to promote a competitor podcast. No, but, I mean, case files awesome. Uh, and on the bait and clay episode, they do talk about the fact yeah. that everyone knows everyone. It's just, it's going to be a local usually mm. suspected for the murder. Um, I mean, what's interesting about that as well is that with the Baden Clay case being such a landmark because of the High Court decision yeah. that actually the the rules of evidence were changed by that case, law students for years and years to come are probably going to be using Brookfield so on like their flashcards and stuff yeah. as a way of remembering. It's really going to be solely associated with that big evidence case. Well, yeah, there's certainly that darker side to Brookfield. And that's, for my money, why the Brookfield show is so important. Yeah. The Brookfield Show. Yeah. 22,000 visitors across three days each year. And just to put that in context, to put that in context, the population of Brookfield, usually uh, based on the 2016 census, Mm. is 3,524. You're kidding. Yeah. So that's like. I thought it would have been more. Yeah. So did I. I guess. Yeah. I guess Vale and like racks a lot of that. Well, it's in the Vale ward. Okay. So I guess they. People are like. If the name of the ward, I'll, I'll live there. I don't know <laughs> how people choose their suburbs. Ward of the state. <laughs> yeah. So that is the, yeah. Well, the so, the bookie so show is, I and mean, then we're going to talk about this later. Well, and we're we, going to we're going to actually um, get in touch with a young man who's getting ready for the bookie show. Later. Yeah, very excited. So we'll talk on that later. But yeah, this was a cultural landmark for anyone growing up in Brisbane. Oh, no, I I never went, Henry. I never went either. I don't think I was allowed. I my parents. I, I was more of the Tuesday afternoon before the public holiday Ecker. Oh, I, was a, I was I was a big Ecker guy. And I was very on very strict conditions from my parents. Really? Was allowed to go to the Tuesday night Ecker. Yeah. Mate, that was all dude, I kissed a girl in like Sideshow You're Alley kidding. in year ten. That's sick. How See, awesome I was, is that? I was <laughs> that's really tell cool. look me in my face <laughs> and tell me how Henry, awesome it that's- is. Sick. Oh, okay. No need to swear. It's not <laughs> ah, that awesome. No, sorry. <laughs> um, I was always such a coward with rides. So whilst I loved the okay. Tuesday afternoon Ecca, I got known as Bag Boy amongst my friends because <laughs> we'd like hang out with people and they'd be like, "All right, I want to go on the Deathmatic Five Thousand." Joe, can you hold my bag? Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, okay. Of course, if you're at uni and you're known as Bag Boy, you're probably <laughs> the coolest guy in, <laughs> yeah, coolest guy in Brisbane. And, yeah. Um, yeah, feel free to call us up. Yeah, you're probably. I'm pretty tired. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that is uh, that is interesting. We'll no, talk yeah. more on the bookie show. But and that's, yeah. I mean, the fact that you and I were never allowed to go oh, I think why we're investigating from a young man what it's like. I think by the time I... By the time I was at an age where I could go to the bookie show, my parents knew exactly what the deal was. Yeah. It, it had become quite notorious oh, for yeah. being a place where kids basically just went to drink underage yeah. and smoke. And yeah. Whereas I just did that in the comfort of my own house. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, looking at that pretty sparse Wikipedia page, and yeah, there's not a whole not a whole lot to say about it. But it is, I think, the big takeaway historically is that it was named by one woman, and it had Greeks. It had Greeks and gullies. Creeks. It probably has some Greeks as well. Creeks, Greeks, and a whole lot of gullies. Yeah. That's the Brookfield slogan. My, what is that in Latin? My big fat Creek suburb. <laughs> Unpacking Brisbane. So, Henry, we've heard from the internet, we've heard from Wikipedia about the history of Brookfield, about its big sights and sounds. Oh. But I want to hear about what's your experience of Brookfield because I've never been there that often. Yeah, I th- well, I think that is my experience of it. Mm. It's always a little bit of an event. I don't want to say a hassle to get out there, but this is my experience. I actually went to a 21st there last week. Oh, wow. La- last Saturday. So, this is the the seven stages of grief, almost. <laughs> the seven stages of Brookfield. I'm not going to do seven because I haven't planned this out. No, I won't try. But you open a Facebook event. Oh, cool. A 21st. Where is it? You know, venue in the valley. Might be able to go out afterwards yeah, easily. Or maybe like someone's place in Ashgrove. Or- oh, my God. <laughs> It's in fucking Brookfield. (laughs) First thing that crosses your mind. I also love the straightaway text to your friends of like, are you fucking fucking kidding me? And also when it's someone you don't know that well, for me, there's always an element of surprise of like, oh, you live in Brookfield? Oh. Oh. 
And then it is that thing of like, my first reaction, my first thought is almost, now, this is quite selfish. You've been invited to a party. I go, God, this is selfish of you to have this party at your own house. <laughs> because, and, and, and it, on a more serious point, I do think if you live in Brookfield and host your party there, like at your house instead yeah. of at a venue in the city or in the valley, this is, what, this is the dichotomy you're trying to balance. Less people are going to drink. That's objectively you get a People fact. just driving. People are going to drive. And then the other side of the coin is Brookfield is obviously absolutely beautiful and mm. it's you're not going to struggle with noise complaints. You that, can go all night. You can have a bit. This party I went to a couple last week yeah, yeah, yeah. had a full band and it was absolutely awesome. So oh. that is a thing. You, you can have that. You're not going to really whereas, struggle whereas for noise complaints. Y- your backyards in Paddington or, you know, New Farm for... Specific examples. It's really 11pm. Literally. Oh, if that. If that. You're getting a couple of 10pm eyebrow raises from the neighbours. Yeah, exactly. And then the, the fucking cops come. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So that is that is a hard thing in terms of balancing that. I'm going to be able to have a bigger, louder, longer party. Yeah. But on the other side of that is I'm potentially going to get more drivers than I would at yeah. say. Now, now the trade-off with drivers is if there's a healthy amount, boom, there's your cabs for the valley. Yeah, because pretty much everyone needs to go the valley-ish on the way back, unless they like live in Kenmore or like Intro. Mm. So that's your trip sorted. But you're still just—I mean, yeah. how much is an Uber to Brookfield these oh, days? Oh, hang on, I'll check just... on your phone. Yeah, that, that's a good point because the first thing you see when you see that Facebook event, the parties in Brookfield, you're like, oh shit, okay, I need to make a decision. Am I going to write off a sizable chunk of money? Yeah, to be you're probably fine to get a lift out there, but. You just you can't bank on that a lot no, of the time. God no. And everyone, you know, would love to drink. And here's the thing is everyone else would love a lift out there. So you're you're again relying on one person who is probably never gonna drink anyway. I was about to be like, unless you just like pay someone you don't know that well to take you out. <laughs> <laughs> and then Who's maybe put it and then maybe put it in an app and <laughs> Henry, you've just come up with the Uber of Ubers. Yeah, right? Well done. You're brilliant. Now we, we hear this word a lot, but like frictionless. I want Whoa. your party in Brookfield to be a frictionless Whoa. experience. Unless you're playing in the sand, of course, because we've got that. It's Brookfield. I'm getting Uber Why do you up. think there's friction in sand? There is. <laughs> there's heaps of friction in sand. It's how you get like, like burns on your knees. There, like almost none. In sand? Because I thought friction had to be like a pretty solid thing. Sand absolutely has friction. But look it's it like up. lots of little... Go- yeah, I'll look it up now. Okay, well, I'll, well, look, up, yeah, you look, I'll up, look up how much an Uber is to Brookfield. I'll you look can look up, up is there friction have friction? Sandpaper isn't sand. What's it called? Sandpaper, mate. <laughs> because I mean, it's called Brookfield. No, okay, it's so let's go to the... Bro- oh, here, this makes sense. We'll go to the Brookfield General Store. Where Good. The, I'm, yeah, sure the, I'm sure there's a 3.1 surcharge on a Friday night <laughs> when the pizza party's on. The Hawaiians are ready, guys, and here come the guys, Ubers. go! Okay, so from your house... So, Wilston, for context. It's predicted. Keep in mind, this is a Monday night we're recording this. Yeah. Um, 31 to $42 for an UberX. Let's go from Monday Let's night. go from my yes. house. Yeah, let's go in Belimba. This is in Belimba. And, and it's worth keeping in mind, you know, it's a Saturday night in Brookfield generally. It's about 7 p.m. Yep. That that charge is getting you up to at least fifty. Okay, from my house, yeah, yeah, from my house to the Brookfield General Store, it is forty five to fifty nine dollars. Saturday yeah. night, you're you're potentially paying seventy bucks, and that's two yeah. ways. So, oh, or, yeah. or unless you get a lift out, and yeah, but regardless, lot of money, you're probably going to end up driving. Very true. Now, someone in Brookfield, of course, does have the option to offer sleeping, bring a tent, mm. bring a sleeping bag. You know, we're not sure if they're going to do that. So then, that's my first thought. I'll be driving out there. So that all of that is your first thought. That's my first thought. <laughs> it's a big, it's a big thought with yeah, lots all right, of right, sub thoughts. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so then, discombobulate. <laughs> yeah. I need to get to the Brookfield General Store. The pizzas will be cooking. Fingernail scratches on the base of the pizza. Oh my god, it's a Friday. Indicator. <laughs> Cheese stuck to the roof of my mouth hurts. Ouch. <laughs> What's it get the cheese grater? So then the next thought I'm driving out there, I'll usually be late, I'll usually be frazzled. Oh yeah. And you'd be like, oh my god, this is such a long drive. We're going out. Okay, we're through. And then suddenly you hit that small village feel, you wind the windows down, Mm. the air tastes different. It's cleaner. It's cleaner. It's like the Green New Deal came to Brookfield oh, earlier. It's weird how there's a carbon tax that is only <laughs> for Brookfield. Well, that's yeah. why it's only wealthy people who live in Brookfield, because they have to pay a fucking carbon tax. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. Wild. But yeah. So you're winding the windows down, and, and then you get to the driveway, usually. Yeah. 
and which goes for about six kilometres. <laughs> yeah. I was saying, you get to the driveway, you and get you're the... halfway <laughs> through the journey. Yeah, you get to the driveway, and you go only fifteen minutes. I think the iconic thing about any formal post is walking along the driveway and seeing your whole grade before you even get in the house. Someone would be like, yeah, my place, Brookfield. You know, oh, careful on the driveway, it's dark. And I'm like, oh, bullshit, Will. Well, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you've touched on a pretty good point because you said formal post. And that was the big thing. If you were in grade 11 or 12 when we come into the season of semi-formals and head of the river parties, all of this stuff, you are like... You almost want to hide the fact that you live in Brookfield. I because would... the moment we found out that <sighs> one of the people in our grade lived at Brookfield, you were pretty much volunteered as tribute. Oh, yeah. We, you were hosting we that fucking did party. did not care, yeah. And it, did you feel like it was always the people who were slightly on the more peer-pressurable side who had places Absolute. in Brookfield? Well, it's probably because they live in Brookfield. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're not seeing a lot of mates anyway because it's a flight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jetstar has a deal. Does anyone want to come over for a swim? <laughs> they do all have pools in Brookfield. Yeah. Mm. Heaps of them. And creeks as well. And creeks and a gully. No way. Yeah, you yeah, so there's always that one guy. And I reckon, you know, let's say the formal post is in term three. You start the pressure in like week one, term one. See, I had a different experience. No. Because we, at least I'm talking about head of the river party. Yeah. God, we're betraying our deeply private school yeah. roots here. But... I would say we were always trying to get like a warehouse or some sort of venue because, you know, we all understood no one really wants their parents to have to witness the debauchery that goes on at these parties. And by the same token, it always killed me when the events would be like, a bit of drinking's okay, but no glass, no cans, no cider, no this, no that. It's like, mate, we're at Brookfield. I'm going to (laughs) drown in a cider. Like, what are you talking about? I'm going to fill a bath with Summersby and dive in. Yeah, the drought's about to end, mate, because I'm going to be pouring a double black (laughs) into your dam. (laughs) Kendrick Lamar's, I'm going to get a swimming pool full of liquor and then dive in it. It's about a formal post at Brookie. Yeah, that was about the semi... That was about... That was, was about the... Yeah, that was about the All Hallows post, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, I think that is that is a big thing. So, you we want would, a warehouse. We would try and get a warehouse, yeah. and then almost always it would fall through at the last oh, minute. Yeah. And then it was just like, all right, mate, you live at Brookfield. You've just got to cop it. We'll get a party bus. We'll get out there. We once went to a, I think it was a formal post at Brookfield yeah. and they had a party bus and the poor driver has taken a wrong turn <laughs> down one of these famous nooks and he had to do what had to be like a 48 <laughs> point turn to get out of there. This like huge long party but with, beep, with beep, a bus beep. full of what? 40 odd. Oh mate, abs- yeah. Like kids trying to get as pissed as they can there's as just, quickly as they can. There's just goon sacks um, evaporating. On that, how are party buses legal? They're, they you drink openly on them. There's no seatbelts and there's stripper poles in most of them. I spoke about this with Glavesy and Baxter yeah, once. Yeah, yeah. We had a long discussion actually trying to look into the laws around this. They just seem to be a loophole. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost a it's almost a getting blind eye. Yeah. Well, d- do you think they take such refuge in like audacity? Like police would be like, surely there's no way someone would flaunt the law so boldly. Yeah, mate. That's how the law works. If you're really if you're <laughs> audacious about it. Yeah. My very, Ted Bundy my, got that's off. How I got like, there's with... no way he'd do that many murders. <laughs> it's like how you get away with your very flamboyant murder. It's like now all the fibers are from a flamingo hairdo, <laughs> but there's no way he'd be that audacious. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's my yeah. my big. I almost solely, as someone who doesn't live in Brookfield, viewed it as what is essentially a big field for parties. (laughs) I fear I'd drive out to Brookfield, get lost and just stumble into parties like any time of day, any time of night. There's always an event. Yeah. Might be like the Stuart Home <laughs> post touch footy competition jamboree or something like you know. Like, why is this old guy here? <laughs> yeah. Get the podcast guy away. Yeah. I'm here to do research. He's probably gonna talk about it. I'd love a cruiser. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll put it to you. Yeah. Um it's next Saturday. I've invited you to my party at Brookfield. Uh, you've somehow moved there. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. moved there, yeah. Uh, and it's kind of my not a big party, it's my twenty second. Oh. Do you Want to do? What do you do? Do you drive? What else do I have on? You have a reunion dinner for your high school debating team, <laughs> but you really want to go because you know that the old coach has broke, has recently come into some money and is and is going to pay. Okay. And you're going to like Happy Boy. So it's a nice dinner with some people you haven't seen for a long time, but you I... know you'll get along with. Or uh, 22nd at Brookfield. Where are you going? 
I gotta say it. I'm going to the dinner. You're going to the happy I'm boy going dinner. To the dinner, and I'm doing Christ. everything in my power to check who's out afterwards. Hi, <laughs> I am sending you a dozen texts. No, look. In all honesty, I reckon I'd drive to yours, go to the dinner at about nine thirty. By which time the nah, mate, the- you've got to go dinner first. You're not, you're not oh. having dinner if but, you go but, to. But then I'm back in the valley. Yeah, but true. also I don't want the dinner. I want this hypothetical coach who's come into a lot of money, who I don't think is my actual debating coach. Yeah, right. Um, I want this hypothetical coach to be shouting a lot of drinks, and that's a nine thirty occasion more than anything. You know what the answer is, mate? What? You're an idiot. You didn't ask enough questions. It was Happy Boys new franchise in Brookfield. No, they bought the general store. <laughs> it's hey. now it's now Bow Night. <laughs> It's pork belly katsu night, which is bizarrely less popular with the citizens of Brookfield. <laughs> They're like, like, that's my pig. <laughs> you like pepperoni pizza? Have some edamame, you dickhead. <laughs> and they just serve it to you off their fingers. Ah, <laughs> uh, but no, I do think it's it's the thing you're always going to run to it into a Brookfield, the distance. Uh, let me put one to you. Twenty mm. first at Brookfield, friend you're not desperately close with but should make an appearance V your uncle's 50th, which is famously loose. And there's a rumor Matthew Hayden might be there. <laughs> and it's in like morning. Yeah, I'm going to, yeah, my uncle's 50th. Because of Matthew Hayden or because you love your uncle? Obviously Matthew Hayden. Oh. Who is my uncle? So it's a bit of a, so a, a double-edged sword there. So, yeah. You're like, why are you saying hey, this? Hey, Uncle Matty. Going to hit a six dickhead. You know? And also begs the question of why your uncle Matthew Hayden would be starting a rumour that he might come to his own party. He's <laughs> yeah. like, now there's a chance Matthew Hayden. There's a Hayden. chance Matthew Hayden might be there. I would hope so. It's Matthew Hayden's 50th. Oh. Do you reckon it for his, he'd be like, Matthew Hayden's 50 and put a little asterisk? Yeah. Oh, no. It'd be like... 50 You're invited out. to Matthew Hayden, 50 not out. 50 not out, yeah, which is awkward when he dies later that night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joey, I mm. would love to refer now to a Courier Mail article I oh. found. Uh, not usually my news source of choice, but uh, <laughs> it became somewhat relevant here. Uh, so, mate, obviously Brookfield. We've been talking about it for a bit. Oh, yeah. And it's almost negligent that we haven't brought up the humble oboe. The oboe. <laughs> the instrument. You're talking about the instrument. I'm talking about the one that's the clarinet with the little pin dick coming out <laughs> in, of it. In why would we need to bring it up? Well, mate, Brookfield's famous for the oboe, and not just the oboe, but Southern Cross soloist's artistic director and oboist, <laughs> Tanya Fraser. <laughs> How so could we you, not have spoken have about it? Have you found a Career Mail article about Tanya Fraser? It's like talking about Chicago and not talking about Kanye, mate. It's, <laughs> it's Brookfield. You, you first thought, I'll play word association. You say Brookfield. Um, party. Tanya Fraser <laughs> hosting well, an oboe words, party. Mate. That's double word association. Yeah, because Boom. she's double the impact on the oboe. I, mean, I guess the thing is, if you're living in Brookfield, you have all the space in the world to practice. Is it a loud instrument, the oboe? Is it like bagpipes? Mate, I couldn't know shit about the oboe. I, 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 <laughs> Hence why I'm starting a segment about yeah. it. I mean, we know someone who plays the bassoon. Yeah. But even though, that's not that similar to an oboe, is it? I guess, yeah, as you said though, mate, if you live at Brookfield, you're not going to have the neighbour being like, it's fucking midnight enough with the oboe! No, no one's going to be like... No, but also the oboe's a beautiful instrument. Who would never not want to hear it? Yeah, it'd be all be like, It's midnight! More oboe! More oboe, please! We want more! <laughs> it's like, I'm a hobo, give me oboe! <laughs> I hate how that homeless man turns yeah. up to my rehearsals. And it's also because he's in Brookfield, he has to walk like 10 kilometres from the bus stop to get there. I think if this podcast hits off, we should probably reach into charity and start oboes for hobos. <laughs> hobos. And it's like teaching homeless people... Uh, through music, but only the oboe. How to get and their lives all back really on track? Stressed because they're like, the money could have been used for a suit or food or networking, so I could get a job. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't mate. imagine oboes are cheap. No, like, no, no. no. Raised all these funds, and it's like, hey guys, thanks for all your donations. You'll be proud to learn that we have bought two oboes, <laughs> and they're going to Ziggy and Dirty Pete. <laughs> and it becomes like a blues scene in like the homeless areas, yeah. like under the Story Bridge. It's like, it's like ah, get knocked down. I don't know how get up. But like we haven't we haven't got a charity for any of the other instruments. No. So the guitar is like a rubber band and the drums is like a milk crate. But the oboe is beautiful. <laughs> also, oboes would definitely have accessories. Like, hey, did anyone see my spit bucket? <laughs> I'm gonna dump it over this nerd's head and then keep playing my cool oboe. So 
Tanya Fraser. The best oboist in the world. Unofficial mayor of Brookfield. <laughs> she has lived around the world, obviously traveling, oboing the shit out of this planet. <laughs> when she and her husband returned to Brisbane 16 years ago, she moved back to the suburb of her childhood, Brookfield. Wow. Uh, to celebrate the Chinese year of the dog. What? Miss Fraser is preparing Australia's... L- oh, this is actually like just about oboe, this bit. We'll skip oh, that. Blah, blah, blah. Here we go. Here's the interview with Miss Fraser. Mm, please. Where do you live and why? Brookfield. I grew up here and my parents own a large property. Yeah, obviously. Okay, yeah. Yeah. What the hell? You're yeah, not in a friggin' townhouse. <laughs> I never thought I would live here as an adult, as I have lived all over the world as a professional musician. A bit of a f- weird flex from her. Yeah. Hey, being like, I knew I'd get I out of Brookfield. I never thought I'd live in Brookfield. Yeah, right, it's the fucking oboe, mate. You're not doing Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't see when David Bowie brought on an oboist for changes. I also love the idea that she's like, yeah, I've been all over the world, man, but that pizza in Brookfield's unbeatable. Yeah. <laughs> I played at the Coliseum with my oboe. But no. She says, but I really love that I have the opportunity to live here and bring my children up in such an amazing place. You do hear that constantly with a lot of places in Brisbane. And I hear it about Samford. I hear it about <clears throat> Pullen Vale. All of these outer, these somewhat rural outer You're suburbs outer of ring. Brisbane. Yeah. And, and most people are willing to admit the cost is the traffic mm. and the distance and, you know, sitting on a train for three years oh, to get God. to school. But the payoff, of course, is that fresh air we were talking about. Oh, yeah. Lots of space to run around and, you know, tree houses that tree houses galore. just are bigger than, like, actual suburban homes. It's awesome. Uh, what do you love about your home, we ask Tanya. We live on the top of a hill and can't see any other houses. Just bushland, which is incredibly relaxing and beautiful. How elitist is Tanya? We can't see any other houses. Build me a home in Brookfield. I don't want to see any other houses. They will distract me from my oboe. (laughs) I saw someone drinking beer on a deck once and I couldn't play the oboe for a yard. I once saw a tiled roof. I thought I'd have to retire. Only bushland, please. What else did Tanya get asked? What would you change about your home? I would love to... This is the most name fucking interview I've ever read. I would love to build an extension with an entire glass wall. (laughs) Tanya's like, you know, I have to venture beyond the wall, John. Beyond the glass wall, I left my oboe outside. (laughs) She wants, uh, she wants somewhere. What does she say? Somewhere to sit. It's like a conservatory. Okay, so she's been around the world and played in some beautiful places. So she wants a glass wall. Don't know about that, Tanya. Somewhere to sit, read a book, and relax, surrounded by plants, and views across the ridge of one of the surrounding hills. Fuck, she loves hills. Oh, Jesus, because there's no houses beyond the hills. <laughs> King of the hill over here. What is the best? Here we go. What is the best thing about your suburb? It's green and also has a great community. It has a village-like feeling. Everyone knows everyone. Oh, okay. Literally. Right, we've heard that before, Tanya. Out of our mouths. I love that this has become so mean to Tanya. She's obsessed with the hills and how green it is. done nothing wrong. All she ever did was blast that oboe to (laughs) kingdom come. Um, I like this bit. If money was no option... Which should mean that if I had no money. If you had... But I'm guessing what they mean is if money was no object. If money was not an issue, what would be your fantasy home and where? It would be very interesting to have an amazing place in London. Oh, you don't love Brookfield that much, do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're being interviewed about your suburb, surely you lead with, here, it's my favourite place in the world. Also, like, there are cheaper places in London. How, how shit is the pay as an oboist? Yeah, oh my God. Uh, she says, when I lived there in London, I could barely afford a cup of coffee. That's so, fair. It's so expensive. But coffee there is such... Oboists must make nothing. Surely she could be like, excuse me, sir, I have no money, but could I pay you in a tune? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah, right, oh, Fraser. <laughs> oh, you're still going, are you, Fraser? Hey, you, hey, oboe girl, hey, have a coffee. Oboe girl, free coffee for life. <laughs> She's like, well, finally I can buy a place. <laughs> oh, well, there you and- go. So... I guess all we really got out of that fairly fucking boring <laughs> interview was that she hates homes hates. and likes living at Brookfield because there are hills and it is green. That was Tanya Fraser. I'm sure she's lovely. Yeah, I can't wait to meet her. Tanya, if you're out there, I I'm, I'm genuinely apologise. Play us a song, you're the, the oboe lady. lady. Yep. Play, Play us, us a song, song. the Sav.
Well, we're all in the mood for whatever robos can play. <laughs> like what do they sound like? That's a chicken. <laughs> so we wanted to hear from a local correspondent, someone with actual experience on the ground, particularly because, Henry, you and I, I mean, haven't been there all that often. No. So who did you find for me? What local correspondent did you get? Good mate of mine uh, lives in Brookfield. We don't want to use his real name just because this podcast will obviously be going pretty gangbusters. Yeah. So we'll just give him a normal white guy name. So um, Fraser Smith. Oh, yeah. So he lives in Brookfield and yeah. he said that... Oh, I, I sent this message. I said, mate, random question, but just for something I'm working on, could you tell me the best and worst thing about living okay. in Brookfield? He okay. goes... And not even a hey mate or anything. He's literally just said one message was best thing and one was worst thing. <laughs> and then like no other no other questions. So he woke up today almost assuming he'd have to answer questions about Brookfield. <laughs> He's very businesslike. Yeah, exactly. So he goes, best thing, never hearing traffic and never being told to be quiet. Okay. That particularly, I could get over hearing traffic. I mean, you and I are both pretty loud. Imagine never being told to be quiet. Imagine never being... That's why I thought this would excite you the most when he sent me this. That is crazy. Like, you you would say maybe one of the biggest ailments in your life is constantly being it's, told it's to like be quiet. It's like a couple of times a week. And it's not by, like, mean people. It's like friends earnestly saying, like, we're getting really bad looks here. Can you bring it down? This is quite a quick sidetrack, but we were at a Thai restaurant a couple of weeks yeah, ago. In, in the valley on a Friday night. So it's it's loose. And these two older gentlemen mm. sitting on what has to be said was the other side of the restaurant. Oh, get yeah. up, finish their meals. We're not paying any particular close attention to them. And they sort of walk over to Joe. And I'm not too concerned at this point because, I mean, it's just like some old blokes coming near me. But as they come really close, one of them leans in very, very close to me and says, by the way, mate, if you want to know why I'm leaving this restaurant, you're the reason. You're too loud. And you, like, didn't really have a response. In the I moment, now, on my podcast, because I'm a coward, can be like, oh, worst bloke ever, why would he say that? At the time, I was literally like, oh, sorry, sir, I didn't mean it. As well as, like, how he opened with, if you're wondering why I'm leaving, <laughs> I'll have to, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, if I see someone leaving a restaurant, I probably just think they're done. <laughs> you finished your meal? No, mate. It's because they'd also... When you meet up later to discuss and hypothesize (laughs) about why we left this restaurant. (laughs) This is why. But yeah, it was just... So if I could live in a suburb where I never heard... Like, I have random old people coming up to me telling me I'm too loud. You do have just a... Like, you have a naturally loud voice. Oh, yeah. It's not like this put on obnoxiousness. You're also like quite a confident and opinionated person. Imagine if you had like someone had your voice but was genuinely (laughs) shy. shy. Hey, Joey, would you like to chime in on the conversation? Oh, yeah, mate. I'm not sure if I have anything to add. I feel like you do. You're you're talking quite loud. Nah, what's good with you? Okay. um, See? Oh, I'm so awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, thank God I'm Mr. Smooth. Worst thing. Yeah, worst thing from our correspondent phrase. Our local correspondent said, everything is so far away. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, what's funny about phrase there is it's not like he said two divorced things. It's very sharp that they're the same coin. Yeah. Like the reason it's good is the reason it's bad. And that's, you know, that's pretty deep. And that's life, isn't it? And that's life, baby. The reason it's good is the reason it's bad. Live fast, die younger. <laughs> Younger than who? Who? <laughs> I'm a goo. <laughs> Does Brookfield fuck? Let's make love tonight. Da, 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 da. Oh, baby. <laughs> just, just like an oven. A pizza oven at the general store. Hey! It's Brookfield, baby, and it's time for, I think it's fair to say, our favourite segment. Does Brookfield fuck? Joe. Henry, does Brookfield fuck? I've got to put it out there. No. No? I don't think Brookfield fucks in a million years. Justify? (laughs) Uh, My thing with Brookfield is the whole energy of village, of it's far away from everything, it's quiet and relaxed. 
Those are some of the least fucky adjectives I've ever heard. <laughs> Particularly far away from everything. Brookfield feels like, you know, you've you maybe been messaging the suburbs and messaging someone. <laughs> I'm still caught up on the least <laughs> fucky. fucky. Yeah. Um, but the suburbs, like, it's the kind of suburb that messages someone and you're like, oh, yeah, this could be on. Yeah, I'm really keen. And it's like, oh, where are you? Oh, a $50 Uber ride away. It's so not fucky. Yeah. Like, maybe you retire and, like, I don't know how much sex retirees have. But like all parents, but maybe you're having sex like once every month. But that's not oh, fucking. Yeah, man. I mean messages uh, on Facebook. Yeah, I mean if you're a, re- you're a retiree, if you're, ex- if you're like a nymphomaniac <laughs> living at Tricare, who's like, what are you talking about? It's lawn bowls and sex. That's my life, baby. You're like, what are you talking about? It's fuck Fridays here at Brookfield. <laughs> but no, I mean that's that's the mind. They're like a competitor to Pizza Fridays. <laughs> like Pizza Fridays are worried about revenue because <laughs> they're like because fuck, fuck, fuck Fridays makes like fucking. But they like make really good chicken wings at Fuck Fridays. <laughs> Um, but no, what do you think? Like, does Brookfield fuck for you? Um, I'm with you. Yeah, Brookfield doesn't fuck. I think it's too... It's not unsexy. Is what, well, it kind of is for me because mm. the main... What were we talking about earlier? The main phrase that everyone says about Brookfield is everyone knows everyone. That's yes. what you hear so much. And there's sort of nothing sexy, really, unless it's someone you've harboured affections for for a long time. Like, yeah. I guess Brookfield could fuck if it's like a childhood crush who you grew up with playing in the cubbies and the fields, running around through yeah. the, the famed creeks and running, gullies. Yeah. And, and then, and then and you then grow you... up together and you kind of like have sex on like a bale of hay or something. Yeah. Or, I've or like, very much gone for Dukes of Passion here. Like, what I, oh, I was thinking... I know Brookfield. I was thinking like, Braveheart. <laughs> <laughs> My name... But they'll never take... Our, our Pizza Fridays! <laughs> or our gullies! Or our creeps. But no, but I, I think... Like, if someone was like, no, Brookfield is where tender love is made, I wouldn't overly disagree. But that's not fucking. But that's not fucking. Brookfield doesn't fuck. I would say as well. Brookfield doesn't fuck anyone they don't know, which is why they don't fuck that many people. Yeah. And I, would I say, say as if I have a nominous sex every Tuesday night, <laughs> which I do. There's one for the listeners. Gotcha. Now, I would say this. Got him. I would say as well, uh, the Brookfield sexual activities at either end of a spectrum. Yeah. On one end... Oh, sexuality is a spectrum. Oh, obviously. Oh, we yeah. know that. And we, we subscribe to that. But at one end, you've got... I would say what you said before. Your retirees, yeah. kind of older folk. I don't imagine there's a lot of fucking. Like a lot of, we moved here because it's good for the kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. In saying that though, mate, loud fucking. Because you've got no neighbours. You could scream. I'm reading between the lines. Mm. I'm seeing sex swing. I'm seeing sex swing. I think if Fifty Shades of Grey was set in Brisbane, logistically it'd have to be in Brookfield. Yeah, obviously. Because of the screaming. Christian Grey is just the like passionate screaming. Some yeah. farmer. Yeah. <laughs> I think as well, on the opposite end of the spectrum, yes. Yes. Brookfield doesn't fuck, but it does. I'm not going to go into heaps of detail, but the other bases, I think that's happened. Um, because I'm thinking, I'm thinking, on. Brookfield fingers. I think Brookfield fingers. <laughs> Brookfield, it, I think it's so. Fingers. I think Brookfield. I think Brookfield gets a cheeky blowy around the back of a shed at a formal post. Yeah. Now, again, and I think everyone at school on Monday is like Brookie blowy, yeah. like to that guy. <laughs> and then the teachers are like, "This is really disgusting." And then all those guys are like, "Yeah, I'll probably regret saying this in two years." Yeah. Chanting Brookie blowy, but no, I totally agree. It's not that Brookfield is asexual, but by no means does it fuck. No. Right. It's either too young to fuck, yeah, or it's too old to care. Absolutely. Wow. Cool. And isn't that what? So it's a no. Life's really about. Yeah. Too young to fuck or too old to care. It sounds like and a lie middle, that James just... Dean had say as he draws. Like, <laughs> I'm too young to fuck and too old to care. What's that accent for James Dean? It's James Dean. <laughs> Not the James Dean. It was obviously the name of a guy who lives at Brookfield. Oh, okay. Yeah. James hey, Dean. I'm too young to fuck, but I'm too old to care. Jim's such a badass line. Yeah, I know. He was too young to fuck, but too old to care. But he was just right. Sounds like a Ned Kelly ripoff or to, something. To reven- avenge his family against Jeffrey Rush. Who <laughs> was in the Ned Kelly movie. Heath Ledger. Yeah, so it was Jeffrey. There was more than one person. Heath in Ledger the Ned played Kelly. every character. <laughs> Chris Lilly stole the idea <laughs> from Ned Kelly. Ah, <laughs> oh, that'll. Unpacking Brisbane.
Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget it, kid. All right, and now for our final segment. And, Joey, it is something we spoke about a little earlier. Mm. The Brookfield Show. Yes. Cultural landmark. Mm. It's something that, growing up in Brisbane... It had a bit of a, an aura around it, a bit oh, enigmatic. God, yeah. If you were going to the Brookie show, you were cool. Evidently, neither Joel or I have no, ever been. No, no, no. I just saw like photos when Instagram was in its infancy when I was in like year nine. I was like, oh God, that looks fun. It was kind of where kids went to underage drink and it was a bit yeah. of a bit of a scene. Literally just a scene. I've, I've, I imagine it's just like a big fate. Oh, that's what I, I always thought it was like a little bit more, like a bit of the Eckhart cross with a fate. But yeah, it's okay. just like, it's just loose. Like, I thought of it as like the last days of Rome. Like, yeah. legit. I thought <laughs> anything and everything went on there. It was just, it was just pillaging. <laughs> if you went to, if you wanted to kill a man with no consequences, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, the show, I'm thinking yeah. like the good, the bad, and the ugly. Kind of just jewels all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that show bag, boy. <laughs> and you what were like, what are you going to do about it? We, we, because we're nerds, are like, yeah, underage drinking. And the people come back and they're like, dude, we were lucky not to get shot as if I was going to have a twoies. <laughs> <laughs> now, Joe, we obviously Yeah, who'd you get for me? So Joe, obviously neither of us having been to the Brookfield no. show, I was like, we need to get an expert in, yeah. someone to talk about us. So I actually went to the effort of sourcing an interview with a local it's a year ten boy from a local school. His name is Hunter Mays. Oh no way. Yeah, now you got your dentist appointment. Hey. Yeah, yeah, but I'll just pop out for like ten minutes at Weird most, that it's so. a a late night dentist. Yeah, oh, it's a very cool dentist. Uh, Eleven PM yeah. appointment. But um, no, I'll just pop out for a bit. Yes, yeah, Hunter will be here when I get back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You'll be right. You All won't right. miss him. Well, All right, see you guys. See you, mate. Enjoy. Good luck with the good luck with the fillings. Hey, Hunter. Hey, mate. How are you? <laughs> okay, We're going with that. Uh, hey, Hunt. hey, uh, Hunter Mays. Welcome to Unpacking Can Brisbane. Can I have a beer? <laughs> how old are you? Eighteen. Uh, how old do you think I am, man? I just I feel like you. I feel like you're 15, maybe 16. What gives it away? Just the everything that you are wearing your school uniform. No, it's for a prank. You know how ACDC wore their school uniform. So does Hunter Mays. I uh, shout out to my boys T Dog and Maisie Junior because he looks like me, but he's a bit shorter. That's very funny. Hunter, uh, gotcha. Hunter, that, that's very funny. Yeah, now, podcasts mate, are for losers. <laughs> what kind of media do you like, Hunter? Um, I'm really getting into WhatsApp because <laughs> the nudes are traceable. <laughs> oh, that's there's a lot to unpack there, mate. But yeah. uh, so you have attended the Brookfield show? Oh, attended? Lost my freaking mind. Yeah, cool. Okay, so just to maybe start off, yeah. what? Was it about the Brookfield show that made you desperate to attend? You had to go. All right. We've got two words for your podcast guy. Yep. Vodka Cruisers. Oh, which I do see you're, you're drinking a vodka yeah, cruiser. I brought, I brought a vodka cruiser. Um, Are you sure? Is your mum like okay? I feel pretty oh, bro, bad. She gave me a lift here. <laughs> she, she asked me what was like jingling in my bag and I said it was like podcast stuff, but it was actually cruisers. Yeah, no, we've all been there. Well, uh, well, cheers, mate, because I'm actually having a cruiser as well. I've had oh. a... I'm having a ras- a wild raspberry. Oh, that's wild. Well, I'm having an orange passion fruit. Cheers. Cheers. Cool. Oh, cool. I break the glasses. Um, so a bit on myself there. Yeah, no, that's all right, mate. Oh, we'll no. Make sure you I wash it. I some of my new vans. <laughs> oh, they, they are nice. So Thanks. Uh, just to bring it back to the book, yeah, yeah. what, what was it that made you want to go? Um, well, obviously the drinking, but um, mm. a couple of the... Uh, Cooler girls at school were going. Oh, yeah, okay. Have you yeah. have you got a girlfriend yourself, Hunter? Yeah, oh, I've got a couple on the go, you know. A couple, mate? Yeah, I've got a couple of Snapchat streaks on the go. Okay, where are we up to? I did 18 with... Oh, like, a, like your age? Yeah. What? You just said you were 18. Oh, oh, yeah. 18 like my age, bro. Yeah, sure. Um, no, i got a couple of Snapchats with uh, um, Lauren... Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I have heard of Lauren. Yeah, yes, she's hot, eh? Well, I, you know, she she's a fair bit younger than me, but I, you know, yeah, I no, respect no, that you're no, no. Lauren and uh, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, Jeanette. Jeanette. Yeah. How'd you meet Jeanette? Um, she went to the school across the road. Oh, cool. Yeah, but anyway, so no, they asked me if I was going to the Brookie show, and I got the boys together. I was like, boys, mm. grab your polo shirts and button them all the way up. All the way up. All the way up. It's like a choker for men. It's hot. Wait, you mean like so? So I've, I've got a polo shirt on with the. Yeah, it's it can't cute. be more than. Yep. Yeah, uh, it can't be more than two buttons. No, there's three. Oh, there's three buttons. At top, that top one, bit. mate. Top one. Right, you're doing them all the way to the top. Yeah. Oh, it hurts. I was gonna say. Well, you can't breathe very much, no. 
I guess that would be the smoking as well, which I do have reports here, Hunter, oh. that you were spotted at the Brookfield show in 2018. <laughs> you were smoking a cigarette, mate. Oh, I don't know where you're getting your story from. I was smoking too. <laughs> well, at a, once, which was funny. I'm a, yeah, because you know what chain smoking really is? Mm. Two at once, bro. Yeah, no. I, I, and then I told my friends, emphasize later. Hunter. Which was really funny. It, it, listen, as clever as that is, Hunter, I've got to ask you, yeah. do you have any concerns that the Brookfield show is essentially a loophole in the law, a bubble where young people can get together and, and do things that it's really, really kind of inappropriate for people their age? Do you worry about the safety? Mate, I'm not worried. I was face down in a ditch and my friends, you know, they're great guys, great bunch of guys. I was passed out, yeah? Mm. I had three cruises and two cigarettes. Who would it be? Yeah. So I was face down in the ditch, and my friends to wake me up, help me up. You know what they did, mate? What, what do they do, Hunter? They, they got out their willies, and they pissed on me. <laughs> it was awesome. So, and I got up, you know, So you were publicly of... urinated on at the, at the Brookfield? Oh, yeah, but that was, no, it was chill, because they're my boys. Oh, okay. Yeah, the girls didn't see either. That's fine. No, they, uh, they would have saw my friends' small willies. I want to go away from willies back to no. kind of... <laughs> You, you want to stay there? I've got a hell of a lot to say about Willies. <laughs> and you're going to hear it. Nah, it's your podcast, man. <laughs> well, Take we... it away. Thanks, Hunter. Cheers, though, mate. Do you mind if I call you Maisie? Yeah, no. Nah, only the boys call me Maisie and you, the jury's out. The jury's Maybe out. Maybe by the end of this you get to call me Maisie. I, I very much hope to earn that uh, that privilege. Now, did you just, you know, the show is a, a family attraction. That's what it was intended to be. It wasn't mm. intended to be this El Dorado of underage drinking. Do you... I don't care about El Dorado, bro. Uh, did you go on any... Did you... Sorry, did you say you don't care about El Dorado, mate? Yeah. It's a city of gold, Hunter. No, it's cinemas at Intrapilly. Hunter? You get popcorn there, bro. Hunter, look at me, Look at me, please. Yeah, podcast, man. Hunter? Yeah? What have you got against El Dorado cinemas, I, mate? I, Hunter. Why have you got out a Swiss Army knife? Hunter. Why? Why are you pointing the corkscrew at me? Hunter, I need to know. Why, when you went to see Fast and the Furious 8, which I believe was called, I think it was Fate of the Furious. I don't think it was called Fast and the Furious 8. It was Furious Fate. I think, yeah, it was the fate. spell. I think the 8. Yeah, it was very clever. Like an 8. I think the 8 was the, like, the fate had 8 in it. Okay. Was that's cool, Did bro. something happen, mate? Did something happen there that's made you hurt, hate El Dorado it's Cinema? It's a fucking scary movie, okay? You're they, scared of cars, aren't I'm you, mate? I'm scared so much You're of scared cars. of cars, Hunter. That's why I told Mum to wait outside so I didn't have to look at the car while I was recording this. And it's why I like the Brookie show, because there's no cars. There's just beers. Hunter, you got to get over this fear, no. mate. I'm going to take a lime schooner to the Brookie show this year. It's going to be sick. Hunter, what's that television over there, mate? You see that? Yeah. You're going to sit down? No. I'm going to make you watch a film. Do you know what it's called, mate? It's called Cars. No! It's a Pixar <laughs> film, mate. You need no. to get over this. No, you can't make me, mate. You're just the a The interview will not go on until you watch Pixar Cars. No, it's not happening. If I'll you get watch a bug's life. I'm not scared of bugs. You're not scared of bugs, mate. And I'm not scared of you either, mate. Two hours later... So, uh, yeah, Hunty, we've, we've done cars. You're over yeah, it. They're yeah, quite, they're quite sweet, aren't they? Uh, cars? Funny. Uh, some of them can be a bit arrogant. Well, um, I think that was the message, wasn't it? Well, but it, they mate? get their comeuppance. Yeah, they do. Speaking S- of arrogance, I, uh, I think I was a bit rude to you earlier. Thanks, mate. Not letting you call me. You can call me Maisie now. You help me with the car thing. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks, mate. Well, uh, uh, hey, thanks, Maisie. Thanks, Maisie. Yeah, spelt like. The way no, women spell it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like Maisie, like a cow. Yeah, yeah. Pretty common cow name, like Bessie. Or, or, or Spot. Onwards and upwards, sir. What's Back the to the next br- question. <laughs> the Brookie Show. So, we, we spoke before we had to go and watch Cars. Oh, in that two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before that, we were speaking about the fact that it's, you know, it is meant to be for families. Mm. Did you go on any rides? Don't talk to me about rides. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you... Because I'm too scared of them because of the dodging cars and cars. Maisie, you're over it now, mate. (laughs) Maisie, remember your training. Cars aren't scary. Cars aren't scary. They're 
they're scared of me. They're more scared of you than you are of them. Okay. So. Um, no, look, I didn't go any rides. I did. When the boys' backs were turned, my throat hurt from the smoking a bit. So I had some fairy floss and a hot dog. Cool. Oh, and a Sprite nice. to wash it down. Oh, good. Um, and then I ran into one of mum's friends and she said I looked really smart. Oh, love yeah. it. Well, it's probably because you had the polo buttons oh, I done. First, I, I sort of, you know, I had this nice sort of pair of jean shorts. Oh, Jorties. Jorties, yeah. You know him. Yeah. My friend, <laughs> oh, Jorty was there my too. My friend sold them to me. Oh, that's yeah. nice of him, yeah. yeah. They were Jorty's jean shorts. It's quite a good use of his name for oh, a cool, capitalist yeah. venture. His real name's Joseph. Oh, yeah? Yes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Good. Yeah, so, that's cool. So Joseph and he sold you these jorts and you no, no, wore them. Yeah, so I look very smart and then um, yeah, look. Did you meet up with any girls? Because I know that's sort of another purpose of the the bookie I, show. Oh yeah, a gentleman never reveals. You told me so much off air about things you did with girls. A gentleman never whispers. A gentleman never whispers. Nope. He looks death in the face and tells him that he kissed Lauren. Oh! <laughs> wow! Oh, no, it was cold, so she was wearing a bunch of layers, but I got four layers, didn't I, I heard she was in a hoodie of your school. Oh, mate, she was in my... Did you give her that hoodie, mate? Oh, yeah, I'm, I, you know, it's it's not a possessiveness thing because chicks ain't objects, bro. Oh, that was... No. Are you, are you woke, Hunter? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. Oh, yeah, bitches shouldn't be taken lightly. Oh, see, you kind of you kind of blew it. Our chicks aren't fucking objects. No, I'm not saying they are. <laughs> but no, no, look, I gave her my hoodie. I, uh, you know, my mates were like, oh, you've marked her as yours. But I like to think I just kept her warm. You know, service, leadership. That's what it's all about. Yeah, cool. Uh, well, Maisie, that, that's really interesting. Uh, was Thanks there... for calling me Maisie. That's fine, man. Thanks for letting me call you it. Now, is there anything that you would change about the Brookfield show in coming years? Obviously, the suburb's always willing to update yeah. and progress its signature attraction. Is there anything else you'd do? Here's one for you, mate. Cut the nerds. Cut the nerds? Cut the nerds. There As was... in, are there nerds show bags? Or, or yeah, you... no, that's what I mean. Mm. Yeah, no, one of my friends hung himself with a nerds rope. It was heartbreaking. That's horrible. It was Geordie. <laughs> I watched him die. And we were saying, help. We were saying to the adults, we were saying, help the nerds. And I just thought we were being bullies. So can I, so just to clarify, Jaunty, who sold you the jean shorts, yeah. he, hung was, him- was, he hung himself with a nerd's rope. Yeah, we couldn't stop him. He hung himself because he was an addict to smoking. He'd had three cigarettes that <laughs> night. He couldn't bear it. I'm so sorry to hear. And I mean, I'd lo- I'd be happy to offer all of the proceeds of this episode of the podcast. What proceeds? Well, you know, just in case we, we get a donation. Don't tell more. me you're sponsored by Wonka. Oh, Christ. That murdering I this is such a, Well, he didn't murder. It's such a conflict of interest. Wonka and, and really Nestle, pretty sure, are the subsidiary. <laughs> yeah, well, they put the fucking sleigh in Nestle. My best friend lies slain. <laughs> In his nest. <laughs> in his nest. Well, mate, so sorry to hear about the yeah, untimely pretty, pretty death of, of Jaunty. But no, that's the thing I'd change. Yeah. No more nerds ropes. Well, listen, mate, obviously getting rid of nerds ropes, that's a good tip. I'll pass it on oh, to Brookfield. This is a bit stiff. Yeah. Ooh, I think it's a double. Oh, no. I've got to drive. But you're scared of cars. Not anymore. Not anymore. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. No, not your dad. Sorry. Thanks, podcast. That's all right. I'm your, I'm your podcast dad. I'm your dad of your ears. Now, Daddy. before we go, okay, uh, before we go, um, where are we going? Uh, well, the show? <laughs> to the Brookie Show. Oh, you're driving. Yep. Uh, bef- before we go, I hear you're running for school captain. Oh, who told? I read it in Politico. <laughs> you read about my How's Green the- New Deal? Yeah. Because the greenhouse keeps winning and it's not fair. They're called McPatterson. <laughs> McPatterson have won the swimming and house choir for the last few years, but you guys keep winning track and field. How do you uh, do it? Well, my legs are like big steel springs and they hurl me down the track. Well, how fast can you run? I don't know the rest of the movie. Fast? It's fast as a leopard. Oh, that's not, no, not that fast. That's pushing it. All right, well, um, Hunter. Yeah? Hunter Maze, Maisie. Thanks. Maisie. I think I can say it's been a successful interview. We've learned a bit about Brookie's show, yep. and we overcame your crippling fear of cars. Yep, and anyone.
Anyone can Snapchat me at HunterMays69. They can Instagram me at Hunter.Maisy.TheKing. They can find me on LinkedIn because I have a job at Brumbies. And if you want to hit me up on WhatsApp, just look to the skies. Awesome. Mate, Hunter Mays, thank you so much for coming in. All right, see you, mate. Bye. <laughs> can I keep this cruiser? Ah, uh, no, I'll be taking that off oh, you, mate. Okay. Your, your mum's outside. Oh, yeah, fair enough. You're going right. for school captain. Oh, no, oh, no. As long as I don't get photographed. Okay. All right, see ya. See ya, mate. Thanks for being on Unpacking Brisbane. What do you say we just go to the Osborne Hotel and catch up? Hello, welcome to Unpacking Brisbane. I'm John Favreau. And I'm Tommy Vitor. And I'm Dan Favreau, And I'm Alistra. And I'm Brittany Packer. Oh, you want to talk about 2016 election? I yeah, talk about I'm it. dead, father. Get want. down, bitch. Tell you what I'm going to talk about. Yeah. Slaver. And that's about all the time we've got today on Unpacking Brisbane. We took a look at Brookfield. We got out our close lens and we got inside it. Mate, I would consider Brookfield a messy suitcase on the floor of an Airbnb so because true. it has been unpacked. Very true. Awesome. Well, we'll be back next week with another suburb to unpack. Uh, but until then, you know, thanks for joining us. Thanks mm. for coming on the journey out of Brisbane to the green creeks of Brookfield. Of Brookfield. I've been Joe Dwyer. I'm Henry Bretz. We'll see you next time. Get home safe. I'm <laughs> fucking Fafa. Oh, Brittany, what's up? Honky. What's up? I'll tell you what's up. Slaver. What? No! You're listening to Unpacking Brisbane. Brought to you by... Oh, no one yet.